listening to a podcast from Light FM. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. morning. Oh, all this week we are discussing the state of the nation, mm-hmm. various issues that affect our lives very personally in many cases, including today's um question that we have for you which is, is it really worth pursuing a career in sports? in Malaysia. Now, let's just give a bit of background on Malaysia on the world's sports stage, okay? Right. Malaysia first participated at the Olympic Games in 1956. Mm. Malaysian athletes have won a total of 13 Olympic medals. No Malaysian athlete has ever won a gold medal, making Malaysia the country that has won the most Olympic medals. Without ever striking gold, isn't that interesting? That that is very interesting, which is why this question is being asked exactly. right now, right? Um, we've got Adeline on voice note right now. My personal opinion is that while I would like to give freedom to my kids to pursue sports if they want, I would need to instill that it's not a either play sports or study kind of situation. You need to study to play sports. Academics is always important. and it makes us more intelligent players and it also opens up a lot of opportunities to what happens next and i feel it's worth pursuing um if everybody approached it that way and it might even elevate the level of the industry in Malaysia i think that's a really good point that adeline makes yeah. if you look at it as something in conjunction with something else because i think that for a lot of other careers you know whether or not you change your career down the line yeah. at that moment you're studying accounting or you're doing something else right. you've got that in your mind in that one thing right. um and then sort of naturally progress into whatever other stage whereas yeah. sports is one of those things where you know there's going to be a time limit on it so yeah. going into it thinking right i'm doing this in conjunction with something else my school grades matter just as much my degree matters yeah. just as much um makes perfect sense and makes this then a viable option. Right, because then you've got some sort of sustainability in place in order to make sure that you have a career even after the actual mm. physical part of your career is over. Yeah. Today's question is this, is it really worth pursuing a career in sports Tough in one. Malaysia? That's mm. what we want to know. What do you think? Sean, I think my personal opinion if if the fellow has talent in it, <laughs> okay. then why not? Yes, then why not? But if the person doesn't have any talent but he loves the sport mm-hmm. and he wanted to make a career out of it, why not also? Okay. As long as the discipline is good. You would support the decision to um continue in a career in as an athlete. But let me ask you this, Sean. Yes. Let's mm-hmm. say you, let's say it's your son or your daughter, right? And they were equally okay. as talented in terms of athletics in terms of the sports that they're interested in and as well mm-hmm. as academics which means they are just as good in both which one would you push them to pursue if talking about my my kids mm-hmm. if they love the sports mm-hmm. i will support them in what they they love is like that he can put the academic on hold and he can pursue the sports i support them 100% i suppose uh, okay I will, push, i will push it there i will push it there That makes sense in the sense that if you're good in academics, you can always pick it up easily, um, yes. you know, when you want. But okay, let me ask you this then, Sean. Yes. Okay. You okay. said, you know, whether or not they're good at it or they just love it, you'd support them in doing it. But the thing is, yes. you're never good at something unless you've practiced and trained at it long yeah. enough. So yeah. how long, if your kid said, okay, I want to become a professional golfer or whatever, because sports isn't mm-hmm. cheap either to do, mm-hmm. right? Yes. How long yes. would you give your child to either get to a level where they could compete or find out whether they were good enough to be a part of a team and make it a career right. before you kind of guided them to perhaps 
switch to something else. Mm. Just like my son, how long is until he doesn't want to do it anymore? Oh, right. Yes. You'll let him decide. Yes, yes. Because uh, we've we given him, them a choice to pursue an academic. We, 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 all, all our parents want, want the best for the kids. Uh, so until they that didn't want to do it anymore, then we switch it to academics. Okay, so but, you're um, obviously supporting your son. So what sport has he been doing and for how long? Currently pursuing in badminton. Oh, And how long has badminton. he been training to be... Of a certain level, almost twelve, twelve years or thirteen years, like that. Wow! Right? Wow! Yes, the academic is good. The academic is good because he's in sekolah uh, sukan. Academic is good, mm-hmm. but he say he want to pursue that maybe uh, until uh, youth level, because if you see in Malaysia, we don't have it's like pelapis for our datuk Li Chongwei after. After Dato' Lee Chong as you see, sorry, sorry to the other athletes, but we don't have to... Someone meet. to take we over that position. Someone yes. you believe right. that is of okay. a similar so caliber. As good as him. Yeah, as good as him. Right. So is he on yeah. a national team or squad at the moment? Uh, at the moment, no. Because I uh, try to balance the academy. But like this, this, this I said, if he wants to pursue a career out of that sport that he loves... Mm-hmm. As a parent, I will support him 100%. That's really interesting because not all parents would be of the same opinion as you because some parents would feel that we've put so much time and effort, in this case, over 10 years Mm -hmm. already Mm -hmm. into this career Mm -hmm. in sports. And then for a person then to then say, I don't think I want to do it anymore. You'd actually still be okay with that. Yeah, I'd still be okay as long as you have a backup plan for that. Right. I love that. Thank you so yeah. much, Sean, for yeah, sharing. Thanks. Very insightful. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. morning. <laughs> now, this is interesting because in our State of the Nation discussions that we're having this week, all about um, issues that affect us as Malaysians, things that are very close to our heart, one of it is um, sports. Exactly. Now, there was a paper published in ResearchGate, a systematic review of dropouts from organized sport amongst children and youth, mm. uh, citing th- uh, some of the reasons that the youth did drop out of sport and the most persistent reason or Mm. top reason was they stopped it when it was no more fun where the meaning of fun um, (laughs) was just kind of like not there because of either the playing time the opportunities for playing time or uh, they didn't like the coach. Maybe the coach was right. too training hard. Training gets too intense. It, uh, exactly. Yeah. Or, or, you know, too much training time. Right. It stops being fun. They don't want to know. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a big one. And another reason, the second most frequently cited factor that relates to the decision to drop out of sports was perceptions of competence. Ooh. Example, not being good enough, not as good as I wanted to be. These feelings that um, they feel as they are trying to hone their skills or even a lack of skill improvement. I mean, they reach like a plateau in yeah. their abilities and they feel they can't, can't keep going on. Now, this one is interesting. I feel like this perceptions of competence reason for dropping out may be a valid reason to drop out, it, especially if you actually are yeah. not keeping up with everyone else in your field. That's right. Or is it that sort of you need to just get past that plateau and the infrastructure Push isn't forward, there yeah. to sort of give the children the confidence they need right. or support them? Um, very, very interesting facts coming up with that research. But uh, on Facebook, Forbes Fu has a very interesting comment which kind of ties in with this. Just Forbes, to be clear, Forbes Fu is the name of the person. This is not from a Forbes article. Yeah, yes, his name yeah. is Forbes Fu. Yeah. Got it. Um, he says, as much as I hate to say it, with such low probabilities of being successful, I'd have to say no. Mm. it's not worth it so yeah I think I think if you've got only a small 
finite amount of people who can be supported as the sports people or right. money given to those people to really push those. Yeah, and Th- it can be argued that all mm. sports, when it comes to going through the process of becoming the best sportsman or sportswoman in your yeah. field, it is this filtration or this um, funnel, this funnel, yes. right? Funneling, the, yes, yes, yes this right funneling word. of yeah. finding the best, mm. which means along the way, as is the nature of the process, yeah. people get dropped out and left behind. What happens to that person then who doesn't make it through the teeniest, tiniest part of the exactly. funnel? Exactly. Hey, Paris. Hi. What do you think? Sports. Uh, whether it's worth pursuing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit divided, but okay. I'll tell you why. Um, honestly, I feel that sports um, should be a tool, you know, uh, for us to actually raise our profile as a country. I mean, that's the reason why countries like China, if you look at their um, sporting regime, right, it's, right. it's a bit, people might see and, and call it harsh, but it really builds you up. Like, for example, as far as I know, um, there's always the reward system. You know, you go for events, you go for tournaments, and then when you win medals, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is how China did it the last time. Uh, I'm not sure about now, though, because I've stopped following sports. Right. right. Last time they, award, they only awarded those who won gold medals. Right. For example, you got number one, you get something. Number two and number three, no, you don't get anything. But over here in Malaysia, what has been done in the past is, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes, uh, you get you get gold, you get forty thousand, and then you get silver, you get twenty thousand, and then mm. you get bronze, you get you know five thousand maybe. Mm-hmm. And then that's one. And then another thing that I was telling your producer earlier is um, uh-huh. how PE implementation in schools in Malaysia mm-hmm. is not killing. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I remember I hated <laughs> I hated running because you know what? You make us running pukul pagi and yeah. then what? You want to make me stay in school until 1, 2 p.m. without shower? Yeah. That's not for girls. That's one. And then Okay, I got to I got to interrupt you there cuz like, you know, we all had the same experience, yeah. but it was kind of the thing. I mean, like you you did your sports and uh you were hot and sweaty and then, you know, you kind of dried off somehow throughout the next couple of periods or whatever mm. and it was just like one of those things that creates some kind of resilience that True, you like- know, you're not always comfortable. So I, I find it strange that you kind of felt that, you know, you you needed a shower, uh, you know, to stay in school sort of thing. Come on, guys. Do you remember <laughs> people were if you think? I mean, come on. This is okay. Our schools do not have aircon. Okay, I don't know which schools you guys went to. But yeah, I do, me, yeah. I like okay? You got keep us also used to just Okay, so yeah. Tying it back to what we're asking today. Now, with the current situation, do you think then it would be worth it to pursue a career in sports in Malaysia? It would be worth it if you were to do it right. Because I still feel that you should see sports as another way as a, a tool for like education enablement like how they did in the states you know some of the underserved you know they get to go to university because they got football scholarship or right. scholarships right yeah right, right but here do you actually have time to study do you actually have do you actually have a future after you retire from sports mm. and then now are you going to be a coach are you going to be something and then what's going to happen next and yeah. that's what happened to our former squash player remember where they saw him working as a cleaner right. and what happened to that because there's right. no what happens uh, after the glory correct correct there's no succession planning right thanks Paris for sharing your very um, passionate opinions here with us mm-hmm. the light breakfast with Asha and Terry good morning morning
Now, state of the nation is what we're talking about all this week, in mm. fact. And we've been discussing issues that really relate to uh, the lives that we lead. Sports is one of those things that's very close yes. to many Malaysians' hearts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're taking a look at some of the achievements we've had. And um, looking at our achievement at the Paralympics in Tokyo in 2021, this is interesting to point out because in that one Games itself, Malaysia won three golds and two silver medals. The golds were in um, long jump by Abdul Latif Romli, powerlifting by Bonnie Bunyal Gustin, and badminton Chia Lek Hao. So in that Incredible, one yeah. Paralympics, mm. we got three golds, more than our entirety of uh, taking part in all of the Olympics. Olympics so far. Yeah, something's very strange there. So today, the question we asking you is, is it really worth pursuing a career in sports in Malaysia? We had a message from Owen Lee from the Badminton World Federation on the DigiLight line um, who commented that uh, it's all about athletes' pathways. They're essential. At BWF, we dedicate considerable resources to education mm. in this area. Pathways, of course, meaning preparing for post-sport life, which I think is something that's come up um, over and over again. Over and over yeah. again. It's like what happens after, what happens right. before, what happens during how right. do we ensure that these people who do represent the country right. get a fair shake at life properly and for the incidences that we've seen and heard about about mm. athletes who uh, find themselves in a situation where they're unable to sustain their lives after the glory of even yeah. having won medals is it because they're not aware of the availability of services to them that they that maybe it's not publicized enough for them to reach out to get help mm. so thank you so much for all of your thoughts and opinion you can keep them coming in and you can listen to this again on the light breakfast podcast that's on the shop You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S Y O K.